Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Geoff Lacey. And I'm Claire Venice. We're on Chapel Street. And recording in style in this week's Peapod. Peapod. If you love Petersfield... I love the square. The hangers. The open-air swimming pool. Lots of fun shops. Then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Venice and Geoff Lacey. Thank you for joining us in the Peapod. This week, we're in Hector's shop on Chapel Street. But as we find out, it's not all about menswear anymore. We also bring you news of a memorial walk taking place later this month in association with Petersfield's Walking Festival. And it's time to lace up your running shoes as the Butzer Hill Challenge returns. The P stands for Petersfield. I think it's an amazing place to live. The Peapod. Hello, Claire. Hello, Joff. The Butzer Hill Challenge. Yeah. Do you think you can do it this year? Bear in mind why we're recording this very quickly this evening. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, no, potentially. I Tell did us want more. To, well, I wanted to do the South Downs run as well, but I think I've got a bit of an injury. And actually, this evening, mm. I, after our recording, I am racing quickly <laughs> to the minor injuries. Why? What have you done? Well, I haven't really done anything. Mm. It was a wasp that did. That did. That pesky wasp. <laughs> I put my foot into my slipper last week when it was a bit cooler and it was in there. There was a wasp in my slipper. It snuck in and it stung my left foot, the top of my left foot, <laughs> which was OK. Not very nice. Wasp sting. I didn't have a reaction. It was a bit you know, painful, but you get over it, right? And I didn't think anything of it until last night. When the whole area started to get a bit itchy and a bit hot. And I thought, well, maybe that's just the weather. It's a bit warm, isn't it? Wearing shoes. Your age. Yeah, maybe my age. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, it's got progressively worse. Yeah. It's quite red and swollen. Didn't you get get the poison sucked out last week? I didn't think there was anything left in there. Because it healed up. Seemed to heal up quite nicely. Didn't cause any problems. Didn't really think anything of it. Now it's absolutely killing me. So I've got to go get it sorted. Because it's... Blooming hot at the moment, isn't it? Mm, it is. It's not good, I tell you. I'm not sleeping at night. I'm, I don't sleep very well anyway, but it is so hot at night. Mm-hmm. It is. And during the day, during it's just the, hot. But it's been lovely <laughs> being able to sit out, because we have been able to sit outside for about two months. So the whole of July and August, the evening, just had to go indoors. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been outside since nine, ten o'clock. It's cool. It's, it's lovely. Then yeah. you go inside, go upstairs, and it's like a bakehouse. Yeah. But you know what's weird? Is that because it's happening this time of year, the mornings are quite misty. Yes. And and quite dark. And then, of course, you've got this amazing heat during the day. And then in the evenings, it gets dark really early. Well, well I'll tell you a little story, Claire. Oh. I was driving to Chichester Tuesday, actually. And as we know, microclimate in Petersfield, it always seems to be foggy, where other parts of the parts of the uh, Petersphere isn't. And uh, I was driving up to Harting. And you know where you go past Alatex? Mm-hmm. Up to that brow. Couldn't see more than two metres. Got to the top of the brow. Boom. Bright sunshine. <laughs> yeah, that happens. You know, amazing. Yeah. Same as with Butzer Hill, isn't it? Yes. You go up there and then you come down. Well, yeah, south. when I used to get the train, you go into the Brereton Tunnel in Mist, come out, clear blue sunshine. Yeah. But there we go. There we are. Funny time of year. Funny time of the year. So, Claire, we're in Hector's. Mm -hmm. What's caught your eye? Are you a tweed person? I'm not, Geoff. No, not really. I like it on people, but it doesn't, I don't think it's really me. 
Um, having said that, this is a beautiful addition to yep. the shop, the ladies and the homeswear section. And I particularly like, there's some designs over there that are by a, an independent Scottish designer. And they're gorgeous. So, what is it? What are you looking at? A few creamy presents, maybe. Oh, right. For other people. Oh, yep, yeah, yeah. That looks very nice. Some yeah. kitchenware type things. Yeah. Things you'd wear in the kitchen. Little, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or use. I don't know why that's called kitchenware if you use it. But there are some really nice bits. But there, there's some lovely trilby hats. I reckon you'd, you'd, you'd look the part in one oh, of those. Oh, thank you. I do like the hats. The actually. hats. Yeah. I like a good hat. Do you think we could try a few on without <laughs> Joe knowing? <laughs> the way I'm feeling at the moment, Claire. Bit clammy. Donna ruin his clothes. <laughs> a little bit of overshare there, thanks, Joff. <laughs> uh, but it's nice to be back here again. It's it always is. really welcoming and it is, it's a lovely shop. Now, Joff, yes. we really enjoyed the farmer's market at the beginning of the month in the square, didn't yes, we? Yes, we were did. There were some lovely people we spoke to and you purchased a pie from Jake's Artisan's Pies. Yes, I purchased a pork pie <laughs> because of the... His sales patter and the thought of some nice, chunky bits of pork in a bit of pastry. So I rushed home after the recording, whacked the oven on, heated it. My goodness. My goodness, Claire. Um, it was fantastic. So you warmed it up because he said you could eat it cold or you can warm it yeah, up. Yeah, I prefer, I prefer things like that warm. Okay. Like I like a nice runny Scotch egg, warmed up, oh, beautiful. But yeah, this this pork pie, there was everything in it, and you could tell he's he's worked hard on it for eight years to get that recipe. Did you have anything with it, or you just no, just enjoyed the pork pie? I just pie enjoyed for the pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear it. I'm sure Jake is too. <laughs> we hear from Beth Thoroska mm-hmm. in the show about a memorial walk for John Walker. Yeah, this is a lovely, lovely idea that Beth and Malinka from the Petersfield Walking Festival have come up with, along with John's family, to do a memorial walk for him. And the timing feels right, Joff, doesn't it? It does, yes. So it's 29th of September. We're going to hear more from Beth in our chat with Stephen. We're actually leading one of the groups, so which is a lovely honour for us because John was an integral part of the Peapod. Um, we all miss him hugely uh so to be able to be able to go from the townhouse to the harrow to the queen's head remembering john having some laughs and that that type of thing it's it's going to be great fun i'm looking forward also to talking to people on the walk about their stories and memories of john i'm hoping that's going to be a really lovely experience i can't wait no i can't wait either and there are tickets available it is a free walk with um optional donation to the Rosemary Foundation and Beth will explain more in the interview but if you go to the Peter's Walking Festival you can reserve your ticket there. So we would love to hear from you. If you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hi please call or WhatsApp us on 01730 555 500 or you can send an email to team at shineradio.uk. Coming up it's time to put your walking boots on for a memorial walk with a difference but first... Hector's store opened three years ago with classic menswear and outfits. It's been a stylish fixture on Chapel Street in Petersfield ever since, with its fabulously dressed windows too. And now there's even more to Hector's, as the shop has recently expanded. A second time. Owner Joe Bicknell joins us now. Hello Joe, how are you? Hello there, welcome back. 
Thank you for having us. So let's go right back to the beginning. What was the inspiration for Hector's to start with? So I think the inspiration for Hector's was the ability to find quality outfits, quality garments, not necessarily with logos. Let us find the quality um, and 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 yeah, leave the logos out, if you sort of mean. So why why pay something for a logo and then walk around advertising it for the rest of your life when I can go find the quality and you can get it for the same price? So talk us through the timeline since since opening. So opened in August 2020. So as you say, three years ago, uh, seems like a bit longer. Uh, then roll forward to 2022. We got the sports locker next door and added another 1,500 square feet of menswear. Additionally to that, we knew we had another 1,000 square feet out the back and we spent a lot of time agonising over what to do with it. Uh, And eventually we settled on ladies' wear and homeware. And we're actually stood in the new part of the shop right now, which is a beautiful addition. It just flows straight through from the menswear, keep going, turn left, and, and here we are. And it looks beautiful. It's just a natural, very natural progression, isn't it, for Hector's? Yeah, the style's important to, to make it flow all the way through. So the same colours, the same styling, and, and also, you know, the, the same sort of classic style of outfits as well. I must say, I said to Joe when we came in, this used to be Bryant's fruit and veg shop and I worked there for a while and the last time I was this far back in the, in the shop you had all the rubbish the the bins for the pig totally different it yes. was okay it was 35 years ago <laughs> yeah we, we had we had to scrape some of that up yeah. <laughs> so the homeware the laser what inspirations have you got for there what, what yeah, are you looking so to so essentially what we're trying to do is provide good quality everyday outdoor clothing with the addition of adding homeware and homeware for us is is going to evolve we've found some or michelle in fact has found some absolutely wonderful english independent designers jessica anderton who graduated edinburgh um, or lives in edinburgh and uh, and graduated and we've actually got her pieces over there in sort of um the the aprons the uh, the placemats the oven gloves um really really classic design but all made in the uk and it's really good quality stuff then the english soap company um very similar story and then noble isle as well which uh, are the sort of shower gels candles lots of really lovely smells but all made yorkshire rhubarb you know uh, scottish whiskies um ingredients from wales and they're actually coming in to give me a training course on how to sell that as well mm. there are some lovely items here and dare i say it pop in potentially for christmas presents but you just opened this on the 2nd of September and what has the reception been so far? Reception's been very good. We've been talking about this for a year so it was no real surprise to our regular customers that it was coming Um, and, and exactly that. We've had ladies coming in for a long time you know, buying with and for their husbands and partners and, and really requesting, well, you know, where's, where's ours? Where's our you know, English knitwear? Where's, where's our quality overcoats? Where's our English-made um, products, uh, etc.? And so, so here it is. So the reception on Saturday was, was fantastic. I'm sure the free bubbles and cakes helped. Um, but, yeah, and already this week we're seeing, we're seeing you know, lots of stuff moving. When we came the second time, Tech, does you you'd been getting a number of visitors from afar. Is that still the case? Yeah, it's, it's actually quite interesting. So uh, the, I think one of the things that gave us the confidence to grow was 
that expanding catchment and and really now i see our catchment as south of guildford north of portsmouth uh west of chichester and east of winchester so but yeah even that said i think this summer we did three wedding parties that were based in london one in kent um so people are traveling far and wide to uh to 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 come and catch up and has that surprised you when you set the business up? Did you expect that to happen? I didn't expect that. But as I say, that's what's given me the confidence to do the extra square footage. Um, so I think w- yeah, without seeing that, we may have stayed at a, at a smaller footprint. Yeah, we touched on the wedding hire. How's that side of the business going? Yeah, that's gone from strength to strength. I mean, after all the lockdowns, we did have a backlog. So 2021 or two, it all I think it was probably summer 21, was exceptionally busy. And I kind of thought that was going to be a fluke, but it carried on into 2022 and, and this year as well. As Although it's steadied, it's been really, really busy. And for gentlemen, what should we be looking out for? this season yeah so this season um you know there's there's new colors new styles new ranges um but it's the same you know primarily english made english material products that haven't been flown halfway around the world to get here we have added for the men's a new brand called finch hatton which is is quite popular a little bit younger um and and we're already seeing a real uptake in that so for the gentleman like you and me the younger Exactly that, Joss. <laughs> I knew you had your eye on something. <laughs> oh, well, it's a really beautiful addition to the shop, Joe. Thank you very much. I've already got my eye on some rugs. They look lovely. And any more aspirations for the shop? So as far as growth goes, no, that's really it now. Um, we've, <laughs> we've used every square foot available to us. Um, now I really am just looking to get a deck chair and uh, sit down somewhere for a while and, uh, <laughs> and enjoy myself a little bit. <laughs> well, Joe, thanks for hosting us again. Good luck for the coming months. Thank you both very much. The P stands for Petersfield. I can't believe that we live in such a idyllic place. The Peapod. You too can join a community fundraising walk on Friday the 29th of September in aid of the Rosemary Foundation, Petersfield's much-respected hospice at home charity. The walk is in memory of the Petersfield Post's long-serving chief reporter, community man and regular contributor to the Peapod, John Walker, who sadly lost a short, intense battle with cancer early this year. The walk will involve three groups walking clockwise simultaneously from different start locations around the town. The starting points are all the pubs where John could be found enjoying a pint and picking up a local story. The townhouse, the harrow and the Queen's Head in Sheet. Beth Svaroska explained more to Stephen Martin. Petersfield Shine Radio. Hello, this is Stephen in the rain with Beth Sarovska. Hi, Stephen. Yeah, we're at the Harrow, aren't we? And it's, um, well, it's very special weather today. It's special weather indeed. I was going to, I was all ready to cycle over from Tilmore um, until I saw the weather. It's absolutely persisting down here. We're under a gazebo. And I have to say, sorry, environmentalists, I took the car. I confess I did as well, Stephen, but normally I would cycle everywhere in the, in the town and the villages. <laughs> so we're here for a really special occasion because there's a new event coming up in memory of one of our town's greatest. Yes, it's the John Walker Memorial Walk, remembering loved ones lost. And uh, we hope it will be the first of an annual occasion, organised uh, very much in conjunction with Peterville Walking Festival 
Malinka van der Gore is, uh, is my co-organiser on that and it's done with full support of John's family and also the Peterville Post and it's also a fundraiser for the Rosemary Foundation which was um, John's uh, chosen charity uh, after, at, at the funeral because um, they'd given him really great support in his last weeks. And for people who don't know John Walker, for many years he was the reporter on the Petersfield Post. He stood once to be a councillor in the district elections. That's right. I think he had a tremendously deep connection with Petersfield and a great impact on the town. And he worked for many years on the Post. And it's really important to have a local paper, which, is, which provides a voice for local people. And uh, he, he did a lot on, on that. Um, and actually, the, some of the people who helped him with that is where this idea for the walk came from. The, uh, the idea of some kind of lasting memorial to him, but also giving everyone the chance to remember loved ones. And it's a walk, so it's going to bring people out into nature, which was really important to John as well. Indeed. Now, despite his name, he wasn't known as a, a regular rambler or walker around, but he's definitely a familiar face in many of the local pubs, and we're outside one of them now. Pubs are where John would get loads of stories. I think the pubs of Petersfield made him an even better reporter. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yes, we're at the Harrow now, and this is one of the um, origin points for the walk, for the John Walker Memorial Walk. So there's going to be three points where walkers can begin. The Harrow, the Queen's Head in Sheet and the Townhouse in the High Street in Petersfield. And then those uh, three groups, each group will comprise about 30 walkers. Uh, those groups will then move around the different pubs on foot. Uh, and we're, we're timing it such that um, each group hopefully doesn't clash so all the pubs you know people will know the pubs they're you know they're not huge uh quite you know cozy settings uh that people will be able to go around but not but not overlap it will be friday the 29th of september starting in the early evening we're looking at a 5 or 5 30 start beth this sounds suspiciously like a pub crawl dressed up as a healthy walk <laughs> i think john would approve don't you yes i think so <laughs> <laughs> well, the inspiration really did come from John because uh, for the inaugural walking festival last year, he led a walk from Petersfield to the Harrow and he had wanted it to go on to the Queen's Head as well. But more in its infancy, the Malinka van der Gore's um, uh, walking festival, Petersfield Walking Festival, wasn't sure about having one that was a multi-stage pub walk. But obviously the festival has grown, we've got more experience. And so, yeah, we're doing that to include three drinking establishments now. Uh, although, interestingly, uh, at the townhouse, Dom is putting on free coffee and water for the walkers. So it doesn't have to involve alcohol. So it's family um, friendly? Family friendly. Dogs welcome too? Oh, absolutely. Every, everyone welcome. It's a 3.8 mile circuit. Uh, we'll be taking it at a fairly leisurely pace. And there'll be about a 40-minute stop in each pub. There'll be no charge to take part. We will ask people to book. There is the suggestion that people make a contribution to the Rosemary Foundation. So we're making it super accessible. Super, Beth. Well, thank you very much. We will put all the details 
on the events guide at shineradio.uk. But for now, just remind us of the date. 29th of September. Fantastic. Beth, thank you for your time in the rain this morning. Pleasure. Coming up, we learn how a local race was one of the first mass runs, even predating the London Marathon. But before that, here's your latest What's On Guide. The Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Petersphere? Wednesday the 13th of September at Petersfield Museum, starting at 7.30pm, there is a theatre production of Old Abe. Employing excerpts from Lincoln's thoughtful letters, powerful speeches and his witty anecdotes, two actors relate the story of Abraham Lincoln's political career, from his humble beginnings to becoming arguably the greatest US president. Friday the 22nd of September at 6pm, there is a trumpet concert at St John the Evangelist Church on Winchester Road, Langrish. Tickets are £15 and are available to buy from One Tree Books in Petersfield. Friday the 29th of September is the John Walker Memorial Walk starting at 5pm. This is a new walking event between local pubs in memory of Petersfield journalist John Walker. And on Wednesday the 4th of October at 6.30pm at the Petersfield Museum, it's the Shine Radio Volunteers Meeting. If you'd like to meet the team behind Petersfield Shine Radio, where we hold monthly team meets in Petersfield Town Centre, these first Wednesdays are an opportunity to spend time with the team and find out how we make Petersfield's local radio service and see how you can get involved. And you can see full details of many more events like these in our online events guide. It's at shineradio.uk. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. This year sees the return of the popular Butzer Hill Challenge, taking place on Sunday, September the 17th. The event is organised by Churches College and has raised in excess of over £200,000 for charities over the years. And there's a race for everyone, as Louise Taylor, Director of Sport at Churches College, told Shine Radio's Ian Crossman. So I'm with Louisa Taylor, who's the Director of Sport at Churches College and the Race Director of the Butzer Hill Challenge. So, Louisa, can you tell us a little bit about the history of this race? So the race originated back, um, it was founded in 1978, um, and so it's one of the longest-running um, races in the South Coast. It actually predates the London Marathon and the Great South Run. Um, so it's been quite well-established for years and quite popular amongst the running community. And so... Butzer Hill, I know because I've walked up it, is, is a little bit steep and a bit of a challenge. What, what route does the r- race take? Uh, so it is the most southerly fell race in the UK. So it is a uh, fell, as in um, it takes on a lot of ascent. So it's actually three ascents of the hill. So uh, it starts at the base, um, so you go up the face of the hill um, and back round again, and then up again, and then back round the back, and then back up, and then you're on the home straight going back down again. And so for, even for a serious hardened runner, that must be quite a challenge? Absolutely, yeah. It's just a bit of a different race, a bit of a different challenge. So it's a five-mile race, but you're certainly not necessarily going for your five-mile PB on this course because um, there is a huge hill. Um, and it's just in the environment that it's in, it's a challenge underfoot. It's a multi-terrain event. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a challenge for even the most seasoned runner. But even those people that don't necessarily run regularly, um, it is a charity event and it has got a really friendly feel to it so anyone can take on the challenge you don't have to be a a trained athlete to do so and that can be even any age uh, uh, people from any age can it not yes so um what's great about this event is we actually have a number of children's events as well um so to start with we go right from year three right up to year 11 um and they 
have uh, kind of gradually increasing the distance as they get older um, and they just take on a little section of the hill um, and obviously that gets harder and harder so it's a kind of an event for the whole family um, and the final race is the the five mile senior race um, which you have to be 16 years old or over to take part in. And do you have many competitors who take part in these races? Yeah, absolutely. It's been a favourite on kind of like the running um, circuit. Um, and we get some people just doing it once, just as a challenge. Some people do it every single year. Um, so far this year, we've got just over 200 runners signed up. Um, overall, we have just around 90 runners for senior race. But we're really hoping those numbers get boosted in the next two weeks before the event. And how challenging is it to be running up that steep hill? Or and what kind of training can you do for well we are lucky to have quite kind of undulating hills around us so i would recommend just trying to do a few kind of hill reps beforehand um it is a bit different running uphill obviously you have to change your um your kind of like stride pattern and but it's actually i find it quite hard going down Um, you have to kind of control your speed a little bit and really think about where your feet are um so it is a bit different um um, but people can take it as slow or as fast as they wish um and that's what's really good about the event is it's you can really take your time over it it's not particularly serious event in that sense Uh, but are there people who do take it seriously and and are trying to sort of win get get first place whatever yeah absolutely our reigning champion is a local uh, well-known runner james baker and i'm sure he'll be back this year defending his title um and we do get a lot of club runners so um we actually have team events so um if you're having three runners from your club um, there are team prizes um for kind of your finishing times etc so it is a competitive event it is on the race calendar um but it has got a great atmosphere to it. It's one of those kind of local friendly um, races that unfortunately we don't see so much of locally. Excellent. And and this is actually quite unique, this kind of race for for our local area, isn't it? Yeah. So like I said, it's the the most southerly fell race in the UK. Obviously, the fells around here, there's not many kind of high points. um, Butzer is our highest point on the South Downs. to get another fell race under your belt, you've got to travel to sort of North Wales, Lake District. Um, so it very much is kind of almost a tick box um, if you're up for those sorts of challenges. And you mentioned it's also a charity event. So how can people sort of make a contribution to a charity? Yeah, so um, the event's actually raised over £200,000 for charity over over the years it's been running. Um, and we are working with a lovely charity, the New Blendworth Centre, um, this year. And we hope to raise as much money as possible. So some of the... Ent- um, cost goes towards the charity and any of the funds that we raise that are left over um, we donate to the new Blenworth Centre and they'll be there with their volunteers promoting their charity as well um, so yeah it it's very much has that as a focus and we, we really want to promote that and just bring the whole kind of Petersfield community together um, and enjoy our countryside because it's just so beautiful up there Absolutely it is and uh, it is very beautiful up there but sometimes obviously the, the weather can turn a bit I was, saw a lot of mist on there this morning uh, would this take place in any weather? Yes, we do very much. We kind of risk assess for anything, to be honest. Um, the only thing that would really stop us is is snow, which I'm hoping doesn't occur in September, or uh, torrential rain, which, again, we're really hoping doesn't happen. Um, so, fingers crossed, it is quite uh, exposed up there. So, we do... Um, there's a lot of guidance on our website about um, kind of how to prepare yourself for that. Um, and we have uh, lots of marshals on hand um, to make sure that race uh, runners are supported. Excellent. Now, if anyone is interested in 
taking part in the race but they haven't yet signed up, how would they go about registering for it? So if you go to the Churches College website, um, there's a link to uh, the Butzer entry page or just type in um, butzer.org um, and there it goes straight to our entry system there. Um, really easy to sign up, you just fill in your details um, and, and, and you're in, basically. Um, and also on there is all the details about the timings because we start from obviously year three, a children's race, year four, five, six, seven, etc. Um, all of the timings of those events are on there and you can enter both your children, yourselves. Um, so it should be quite self-explanatory once you're on that website. And what if someone is quite interested by the event but doesn't fancy uh, jump, I was going to say jumping, running up and down that <laughs> hill several times? Uh, is it still something they can attend and support friends and family? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, we're just trying to create a really lovely atmosphere and we have a school band playing there. There's sort of catering there as well um, and it does have a lovely feel to it. So if you are interested in just in supporting the event and just taking in the beautiful countryside, we would more than welcome your support. We're really looking out for more marshals and, and just people that want to be involved in the race. So my email is on that website, so drop us a line and um, you know we can get you involved. Excellent. And just remind us again, when is this all happening? So it's Sunday the 17th of September um, at Butzer Hill, which is just off the um, A3. It's the turning to Queen Elizabeth Country Park, but it'll be signposted kind of the other side of the road. Plenty of parking. Um, so, yeah, be there. Excellent. Well, I hope it all goes very well, and I wish you a successful event. Thank you very much. Thank you. And Claire and I will be at the Butzer Hill Challenge on the 17th, recording a Peapod to meet all the runners and winners. The P stands for Petersfield. It's a lovely area, lovely people, lovely atmosphere. The Peapod. And so we come to the end of this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us. Thanks also to our guests, Joe Bicknell, Beth Swarovska, Stephen Martin, Louisa Taylor and Ian Crossman, as well as to our editor, M. Sefton-Smith. And of course, the Shine Radio team. So from Joff and I this week, bye. bye. Come on, Petersfield, let's build a band. A beat from Dragon Street and a snare from the square. A bass from Penn's Place, a gliss from Liss and a fill from Bell Hill. Ooh, some vocals from us locals and the Dave Gilmore of Tilmore. Only Petersfield's Shine Radio plays original music from local musicians. The Local Showcase with Mandy P is sponsored by Brickyard Studios. Petersfield's professional recording studio, rehearsal space and PA hire. The Local Showcase, Thursday nights at 9 and always online at shineradio.uk.